Welcome to the Cashflow Guys Podcast. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is Tyler Chef. I am the host of the Cashflow Guys Podcast, and I am tickled pink that you are here this week. It's been a great week, guys. It's really been a great week. I've had lots of folks finally start to take my advice and pick up that phone and, you know, ringy-dingy. Hey, Tyler, got some situations. I could use a little bit of advice. Need a little bit of a kick in the ass. Maybe I need some help with the motivation department. Whatever their flavor, we were able to connect with several people this week, which is awesome, right? It's good stuff. That means we got some people who got uncluttered and whatnot. But one of those calls in particular inspired this week's episode. And I want to talk about how important it is to overcome the past in order to succeed the future. That's what I want to talk about today. I think that's a very important topic that we need to hit on is how to overcome the past. And I had a guy call up who had a bankruptcy. Okay. And actually I've had two calls like this week. One guy was a bankruptcy. The other guy just had bad credit and they were both in fear of basically get trying to start over again. They were, they were afraid to put themselves out there or concerned, I should say about putting, putting themselves out there in fear of being judged because they've got either bad credit or they get the bankruptcy situation. And I started asking them questions like, well, how did you get there? I mean, what, what, how does a bankruptcy have any impact on anything? And initially one person, it was his thing about uh, his way of, he, he didn't want to go to the bank because he knew the bank would tell them no. And I said, you know, I got to tell you, there was a time I filed bankruptcy many, many years ago. I filed bankruptcy. I've gotten into a, made some, some bad decisions, did some dumb stuff. Uh, you know, it, it happened, right? So I got past it. But here's the thing. I didn't feel the need to go around telling everybody all about that bankruptcy, right? Because here's what I found. People don't understand. We can't get people to pay attention for more than five seconds anyway in today's day and age. And people really don't understand the decisions that, that other folks make. And we tend to try to be, a lot of Americans tend to be judgmental. They'll put you in a box. They'll put you in a place like, hey, you're you're supposedly a secondary citizen because you've had a bankruptcy or, you know, you got bad credit. Therefore, you're some sort of a, a um, I don't know, a, like you treat like a criminal almost. And it's unfortunate because a lot of folks get held back. And this week, I want to talk about getting through that. Now, bad things have happened in, in everybody's past. I don't believe that anybody's had a perfectly flawless lifestyle. I believe that everybody's had different things come up over time that impact how they go on and do things today. I talk to people that they want to get involved in real estate investing with. They're absolutely crippled and terrified because of maybe something that happened on the news or maybe a relative or a family member or a friend had a bad situation or bad experience. Maybe they lost money in the, in the housing crash. Maybe something went wrong in that regard. Regardless, whatever happened in the past is keeping them from truly becoming financially free. Okay. Sometimes it's as simple as believing the crap that you see on Facebook or on the news about how much how you're going to get rich wholesaling or get rich flipping houses or you're going to don't worry about all these lines of credit everything will be fine everything will balance out and then they wind up getting themselves in hot water. Well, I'm here to tell you folks, bankruptcy, divorce, bad credit, bounce checks, in some cases crime, these things happen, right? It's how you allow these things to impact you moving forward is going to dictate whether or not you're going to get out of your own way and make things happen. Here's a good example of that. This gentleman was having a really tough time getting around his head around raising money because he had a bankruptcy. However, I told him, it's like, well, first of all, 
whose business is it that you have a bankruptcy? It's really nobody's business at the end of the day. It's, it really isn't. It doesn't, if I'm going to put money in your deal, I'm not overly concerned of the fact that you've filed bankruptcy in the past. Because I can tell you a lot of folks, including myself, have filed bankruptcy in the past. And being a person who's filed bankruptcy in the past does not mean that I'm a dirtbag. It does not mean that I'm a financial train wreck or irresponsible. It means that at one point in my life, I was definitely not a financial genius and I made some bad decisions. But here's the good news. I learned from those decisions. And that bankruptcy law gave me a chance to catch a breather. And I can tell you that from that day forward, and I I want to say it was 1998, maybe it was 2000, something like that. I filed bankruptcy right before I got into real estate. Um, That turned me around because I went through that period where I was embarrassed, whatever. I also went through a divorce. Jill is not my first wife. Went through a divorce. And I'm not going to blame the divorce on the fact that for one time I had bad credit. I had bad credit because I made bad choices. Now, the good news is I was able to look at that head on and say, okay, Tyler, you've got bad credit. So how are we going to fix this problem? Well, we're going to start paying our bills on time. We're going to turn our life around and get our act together. You see, growing up, nobody really taught me about money. And then I joined the army. And in the army, when you got that, that government job, everybody on the planet will loan you money. It's very tempting. I don't blame the people that loaned me money. I blame me for not taking the time to get a financial education, right? I went to public schools, although I went to New York schools. I got a good education, but public schools, and for that matter, private schools, they don't teach anything about money. They teach you math, but they don't teach you money. I didn't know anything about money, really. I mean, I've always been good at making money. I mean, I've always been really good at making money, but I was never really good at keeping money. It wasn't until I went through that bankruptcy, went through that divorce, had the bad credit, where I started growing up and pulling, you know, pulling up my big boy pants and realizing that I got to get my ass in gear and get my act together to move forward. Now, now that I'm through that, I don't feel the need to dwell on that anymore. Here's the thing about bankruptcy. Bankruptcy is designed, the intent of bankruptcy, as is, for that matter, divorce, it's intended to provide closure. That's what divorce and bankruptcy are for. I know a lot of you have been through divorces. Maybe you're, uh, you were raised by divorced parents. Who knows? But here's the reality. Those two things, bankruptcy and divorce, are there to bring closure to an uncomfortable or a, um, a less than desirable situation. I think we can all agree on that. That's the intent of divorce. Now, this is not about whether you agree with divorce or don't agree with divorce or agree with bankruptcy or don't agree with bankruptcy. But here's what it, I want you to focus on. The intent around the law, and these are both laws, bankruptcy and divorce are, are legal things, right? It's intended to bring closure. So how about you let it provide that closure, okay? And I told him that. At the end of the day, bankruptcy means that he's over his head and he borrowed more money than he can pay back, and it's a way to get the, that debt forgiven. This isn't a question of right or wrong. It's the law. Okay. If you have a problem with it, you should run for office and change the laws, or maybe you can go to law school and become a judge, and then you could have an impact on it. But otherwise, sometimes there are legitimate reasons of why you would need to file bankruptcy. I frankly didn't have a legitimate reason, except for the fact that I was an idiot. That was, <laughs> that was my reason, not necessarily legitimate. 
this gentleman had a very legitimate reason, I got to tell you. I'm not going to share that with you here in the podcast in, in order to keep maintaining his privacy. But I assure you, after listening to and having a good conversation with him, he had a very legitimate reason for getting himself in hot water financially. The good news is he was able to use bankruptcy law to pull himself back up again and get himself turned around. Now he's in good shape. He's doing the right thing. He's getting himself back on and he reached out for help to ask questions, right? And we were able to do that. And the first thing I told him is you got to put that behind you. Okay. That's nobody's business. It's kind of like you don't tell people when you go to work tomorrow, you don't say to your coworker, Hey, you know what? This morning when I washed my hair, I used my left hand. Can you believe that? They look at you like you got three heads. And I understand that we live in a society where we take photographs of our meals and we post them on Facebook and Instagram or where some 50-pound 18-year-old girl that really needs a cheeseburger is in some little teeny tiny bikini showing her ass cheeks, making her father cringe and roll his eyes on Instagram, is making a million dollars. And I know that's today's society where we're in, where everybody's oversharing, in my opinion. But when you have these issues behind you, or in the past, it's time to put them behind you. If you've been divorced, it's time to put it behind you. I'm not trying to be an insensitive jerk here, nor am I trying to be a professional counselor, but I'm here to tell you that if you dwell on the past, you're not going to ever get to the future that you may hope for or plan on. Okay. So allow these things to give you the closure you need. Now that said, let's say that you are afraid of rejection. Maybe as a kid, you didn't get picked for the high school or for the, uh, the the ball team or the baseball team or basketball or football or whatever it may be. Maybe you didn't make the cheerleading squad. Maybe you couldn't make debate team, whatever it is. Just because these things happened to you in the past does not mean that you're destined for failure. Okay. I have a guy on my Facebook pro or my Facebook feed, a Facebook friend of mine who I've talked to actually a couple times on the phone. Great guy. He reached out to me several times. He's a, he's a U.S. Army military, right? He just recently got discharged, medically discharged. Why? Well, the first time he talked to me, he was at one point in his career, and then he progressed, and he was doing really good in the, in the military, and then he got discharged medically. You know what happened? His legs got blown off. That's what happened. Well, he could have very easily chosen to let what happened control the rest of his life. He could have chosen very easily to just say, you know what, the hell with it. I don't have legs, so I'm screwed. But instead, he pulled up his big boy britches and he went out there and learned to walk again without legs. He learned to overcome what was going, what he was going through. I assure you, ladies and gentlemen, those of you that are letting things in the past keep you from moving forward, I, am, I can guarantee you that there are other people out there that have gone through far more things, worse things, more painful things, more traumatizing things than you have. I assure you that there are other people in the world that are hungrier than you, that feel fatter than you, feel more useless than you, feel weaker than you, feel more shamed than you. There are people that have had very traumatizing situations, and these people that I speak of have overcome them. Tony Robbins, one of the world's most popular motivational speakers and self-help gurus, was abused as a child, and now he helps Millions of people around the world do just that. Fortunately, I was blessed to have a good childhood. I was raised by two parents that loved me very much. My dad, unfortunately, passed away back in 1992, but my mom's still alive and well. And 
I've had the benefit of having a good upbringing, hate it or, or, or love it, whichever. I'm fortunate for that. I realize that every single day that I'm fortunate that I've had a good life. And I know that maybe doesn't make me an expert on strife and whatnot, but I've been, I've served my time in the military. I've been shot at. I've been beaten up. I've been in car accidents. I've had loved ones die. I've had loved ones commit suicide. I've had a lot of things go on. But I can tell you one thing. Living in the past would never have got me through any of those things, okay? One way to help yourself feel a lot better, and I know a lot of you cling to this method that I'm telling you now because you feel that it makes you feel better, but I'm here to tell you it doesn't, is social media. If you truly want to get past, get, let the past get behind you, get away from social media. It's not healthy for you. It's not really teaching you anything. Go pick up a good book and self-educate. Become financially intelligent. Educate yourself because I'm here to tell you the schools aren't going to do it for you. Now, I will say this. One thing I'm excited about this week, talking about overcoming the past, history is a great teacher. History teaches us how to avoid the crap that's gone on in our past or just in the U.S. or in the country in general. And a great way to learn, boys and girls, is to go read the book Fake by Robert Kiyosaki. It was just released about a week ago. I'm admittedly not finished with it yet. I'm about three-quarters of the way through it, and wow. This is a great book, and I ask you all to take the time out to read the book. It's available in audio format. It's available in Kindle ebook. You can get it in softcover, hardcover, all that good stuff. Go read this book. It's written by Robert Kiyosaki, and the book is called Fake, F-A-K-E, okay? Get in there and understand what's happening around you, please. Please come to the point to where you educate yourself to understand what's going on in the world for real, what's actually happening in the world. Now, I'm not talking about political. I don't care about political. Political means nothing to me, but understand what's going on financially in the world. Understand and educate yourself on how to protect yourself in coming financial crises. I'm here to tell you, we are on the brink of a massive recession. And if you take the time to educate yourself now, you can do one of two things. If you educate yourself now about financial matters and become financially intelligent, you really truly learn how to become financially free. And I'm not talking about the Lambo lifestyle and the, and the Learjet I'm talking about learning how to put your money to work for you or at least putting your brain to work to where it will earn money while you sleep. Get out there and read books like this. Everything that Robert Kiyosaki puts out, make sure you stick it under your nose and read it and understand it. It's an audio format. It's in soft cover. It's in PDF. It's, there's no excuse not to. But when you take the time to understand financial principles and how money works, you're not going to ever have to repeat the past. The old saying goes, those who, who, who don't learn about the past are destined to re repeat it, I think is, what, is how it goes, or something to that effect. I forget the quote right now. But the bottom line is, if you don't understand and don't study what's happened in the past, if you don't learn to study trends, then you're, nev you're never going to be able to discover opportunity. The only way to truly understand opportunity is to first discover the past. Notice I did not say, hang on the past. And this podcast is about overcoming the past. And by overcoming the past, I want you to take the time to learn about what's happened in, in previous financial markets. And I know you're probably rolling your eyes thinking, oh, I don't want to learn that stuff, Tyler. It doesn't matter. 
But understand what happened in 1971 when President Richard Nixon took us off the gold standard. Understand what that's done to our educational system and our financial system, what that's done to world markets. And see, when you learn these things, you can position yourself to prosper beyond your wildest dreams if you understand how money works. And I implore you to take the time to educate yourself on how things go. And when you truly understand how we got to where we are as a society, and I'm talking about in a financial way, in a mindset way, you'll be able to see opportunity in the very near future. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you have a great week. I hope you found this episode helpful. The reason why I did this episode is because I see a lot of folks, I talk to a lot of people that are having trouble because they're stuck in the past, because they just can't seem to get past what is held them up before, or they've got limiting beliefs or preconceived notions about how things will do. And folks, you cannot predict the future and you cannot live in the past. Study the past. Yes. Understand what has happened, but then move past it. I can't begin to stress how important this is to you. Again, if you're having a tough time, if you just want to get unstuck, cashflowguys.com forward slash ask Tyler. This concludes today's episode. You don't have to wait till the next episode to learn to earn. Head over to cashflowguys.com and contact Tyler and his team for more powerful tips and ideas. So you can start generating multiple streams of income and escape the rat race.